Girls' Night Out, a sci-fi romance in six episodes. Episode four, Mom, You're Trending. dreaming. I'm standing on a cliff, looking at the sharp rocks far below. Waves crash against them. There's someone standing down there, facing out to sea. Fanboy? He turns around. He looks like Fanboy, but older. He smiles at me and waves. Gracie! There's a reason why people my age don't stay up late. Okay, okay, I'm coming. I'm coming. Jesus. Ah. Dr. Rolf, how long have you had dementia? Grace, did you fudge the research results? Were you and Dr. Chung lovers? Are you working with the Chinese, Dr. Roland? Dr. Roland! They're calling you the mad scientist. Have you any comment? They want a mad scientist? I'll give them a mad scientist. I need water. Stat. There was Kaylee in the kitchen. You couldn't answer the door? Oh, you've got those ear things in. Good morning, Kaylee. I made some coffee. Mom, you're trending. Look. What am I looking at? It's Twitter. Oh, Mom, here, just... See? Hashtag mad scientist. Mad scientist loses plot. But they're mostly on your side. Jesus, could they pick a worse photo of me? What's going on with you, Mom? What are you wearing? Sorry, Kaylee, I've just... It's a message from Anita. Sure. Don't bother talking to me. I'm only your daughter. I love you, beautiful girl. But your negativity can be oppressive. Fine. Kalista! Oh, oh, Kalista Rowland! What's the mood at home today? Did you know your mother was gay? (laughs) You're adopted. She certainly enjoys slamming doors. I could have handled that conversation with Kaylee better. I read Anita's message. Attached to it were four video clips. This was Anita's compelling evidence. The prompt on the screen said, play all. So I did. Okay. This is Dr. Anita Chung, and we're recording. Interview with trial subject 32. These are simple questions. Just answer them as honestly as you can. Sure. You are looking after a friend's child. The child climbs a tree. 
She falls and hurts her arm. What do you do? I scold her. Serves her right. Her arm is broken. That's not my fault. How do you feel about it? I wish it hadn't happened while I was watching her. Interview with Trial Subject 17. Are we recording? Good. You look across a busy street and see an old boyfriend that you haven't seen in 30 years. He has aged quite a bit and is using a walking frame. What do you do? Has he seen me? Let's say he hasn't. I keep going. If I stop, I'm gonna have to listen to all his ailments. Ugh. Trial subject number 63. Okay, your friend has been single a long time and very lonely. She tells you that she has started a new relationship. She is very happy and excited. Okay. How do you feel about that? I don't feel anything. I would say to her, do what you want to do. But don't expect me to listen when it screws up. Interview with Trial Subject 38. Imagine you are giving birth to your first child. Yes. The baby is born with a birth defect. What are your first thoughts? Truthfully, I don't want it. Why should I have my life ruined by a biological accident? Is that Daphne? born with a birth defect. What are your first thoughts? Truthfully, I don't want it. Why should I have my life ruined by a biological accident? What do you feel? Trapped. Until the day I can give it away. The Spartans had it right. They threw babies that weren't perfect off a big cliff. That's a myth, apparently. It is? Well, it's a good idea. The last interview with Daphne sent chills down my spine. The interviews were compelling, but without a baseline empathy test to compare against, they weren't evidence. Still, if I leaked them to the public, someone would have to look into it and make sure there's no side effects, wouldn't they? I had suggested to Destiny that she go and get her cough checked out at the Free Feel Right Clinic. <coughs> the next day, she was there. And working in the truck that day was Nurse Felix. <sighs> How can I help you? I have a cough. It might be getting worse. Well, come on in. I'm just gonna lift your shirt at the back and let's have a listen. May I? Um, is there a woman doctor? <laughs> Sorry, not today. Do you want to come back tomorrow? No, that's okay. Go ahead. See here. Oh, sorry if it's a bit cold. <laughs> Breathe in and out again. Again. Yep. 
there's some congestion there. Felix ran some tests and gave her some antibiotics. Just as Destiny was about to leave... How would you like a free goodie? Oh, wow. Is that a Fitbit? Not a Fitbit. It's called a Watch Me. Same functionality. And it's free. Here. Give me your wrist. There we go. Is that my heartbeat? (laughs) Very cool. Thanks, Doc. As Destiny left the truck and made her way to the park, Felix picked up her heartbeat on his laptop. He knew exactly where she was now. Kitoki, there you are. (laughs) Gotcha. Kaylee went over to Percy's place. She had a plan to help Percy escape from that bedroom. What have we here? Hi, Hayden. I was hoping Percy and I could have a little picnic. Sorry, Callie. That's not such a good idea right now. Persephone is grounded. Please. Just in the garden. It's such a beautiful day. Yeah, Please, please, please. (sighs) Okay, but we have to keep this on the down low. You're the best, Hayden. You know who can't know. Picnic, anyone? (laughs) Knock, knock. Now, listen, you two. Persephone can't get a sunburn. Daphne will spot that. I brought a parasol. Okay, good. You have one hour. That's it. Agreed? Thank you, Hayden. Thank you, Hayden. (sighs) Oh, my God. Fresh air. It smells so good. Your garden is amazing. Come on, let's go this way. Hayden is watching us. Wave. Hi, Hayden. Sometimes I feel like a prisoner. I am, aren't I? Want to get out of here? What, now? Can we? We can. Okay, he's not at the window anymore. My car's parked at the back gate. Come on, let's go. (laughs) Oh my god! Will Hayden get in trouble? We're all going to get into trouble. Music? (laughs) Meanwhile, Fountain of Youth had been launched globally to an unsuspecting market. Side effects? What side effects? Norman and Daphne gloated over the glowing press coverage. This press coverage is great, Norman. We have pre-bookings for Fountain of Youth until mid-next year. The launch is a huge success! (laughs) Wonderful. I am a bit worried about supply. Oh? Do we have enough stem cell donors lined up? Leave the donors to me, Norman. We have an innovative recruitment process, but it's all top secret. If I told you, I'd have to kill you. <laughs> oh, well, don't tell me then. <laughs> um, the trends on social media are a bit of a concern. Uh, a group called Hashtag Mad Scientists are kicking up a bit of a fuss. <laughs> like this cartoon. 
If the scientist says side effects one more time, shoot her. <laughs> that kind of thing. It's kind of funny. Oh, I'm sure you can deal with it, Norman. I have complete confidence in you. If there's anything else, Norman? <laughs> Come in, Andrew. Close the door. Well? Dr. Anita Chung got into the lab last night. How? She came in with the night cleaners. She went into Dr. Pendergast's office and took a hard drive. She sent some files to... Don't say it. Sorry, to Dr. Grace Rowland. Which files? Video files. The, uh, empathy interviews. Why do we even have scientists? They're more trouble than they're worth. What do you want us to do with Dr. Chung? Security has her in cold storage. <sighs> she can join the donor program. Is there something else, Andrew? Your daughter has left the house. Here, I can show you on my laptop. These are the cameras around the outside of your house. Who's that with her? The Roland girl. Is she wearing her... her... Her watch me? Yes, Ms. Mallard. I know exactly where she is. Bring her back. I need her tonight. Oh, and Andrew, make sure you cancel building access for Grace Rowland. Will do. Kaylee and Percy were not to know that their small act of rebellion would escalate. But the sun was shining, and the girls went to the flea market for some retail therapy. This gelato is so good. Daphne doesn't let me eat solid food. That's messed up. Do they know what's wrong with you? Like, what have you got? At first, I was just a bit anemic. But Mom got more and more doctors in to see me. More treatments, needles, tubes, scans. They still don't seem to know, or they're not telling me. You're almost an adult. You have a right to know. Uh-oh. It's Hayden. Hi, Hayden. This isn't what we agreed to, is it? I'm sorry, Hayden. It's not Percy's fault. We just had to get away. I understand. I do. But Daphne is on the warpath. She sent that Terminator Andrew to find you. One more hour, please. He's already at the flea market. Okay. Bye. Percy, your mom sent that security guy to find us. He's here somewhere. How does he know where we are? I hate her. What do you want to do? Evasive action. I know where we can go. They didn't know that Andrew was tracking Percy with the watch me that she was wearing. So they could run, but they couldn't hide. But the girls managed to give Andrew the slip in the market and hopped on a bus. Your mom is crazy. <laughs> I know. Percy, I'm not kidding. Your mother... There's something wrong with her. She just worries about me. Every week she gives me her blood to keep me strong. Your mom is taking your blood. I hurt her last night with that doctor. Why would she do that? Let's not fight. We'll go to Dad's apartment. We can hang out there. 
Your dad has his own apartment? Yeah, his love nest. My parents are getting a divorce. That sucks. Everything sucks right now. While the girls were being tracked by Andrew, Destiny had no idea she was being tracked by a different kind of predator. Know your future. One card, one dollar. Destiny was in the park running her tarot salon. Know your future. One card, one dollar. Have you ever seen Linda Carr as Wonder Woman? I don't think I was born when this movie was made. Gentlemen, know your future. One card, one dollar. My future. You can tell my future with just one card. I can. (laughs) Give me some change, mate. You never have any money. I only have... What is this? That's a two dollar coin. What can we get for two dollars? I can do both of you. Oh, you're gonna do both of us. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Go on. Jerry took the deck and shuffled. Alright, let's see. <sighs> Gunter circled behind Destiny. Destiny noticed him, but she was used to creepy guys. Excuse me, Fräulein. I must urinate. All right, that's enough shuffling. Cut it. Hand it back. Hmm. The moon. That means deception. Trickery. That is amazing. You are so right. (laughs) Isn't she right, Gunther? Gunter plunged a syringe into Destiny's neck. She lost control of her body. Uh... Got her. Grab her feet. The guys got very busy and efficient. They tossed Destiny's milk crates into the bush. Then they picked up Destiny. Her eyes were still open. In you go. Watch your head, mate. The media scrum was still outside my front door, so I decided to go out the back, over the fence, and down the lane. It worked. I called Lane. Beastie's Veterinarian Clinic? Hey, beautiful, guess what I did? Forget that. I'll just tell you. I put in an ad in Bandcamp. Listen. Women seek musician women to form rock and roll covers band. I love it. Girls' Night Out will rise again! Hey, can I change the subject? Having a mini-crisis here and I need to get to the Feelright Lab. Aren't you suspended? Yes, this would be a covert operation. Ooh, I love it. I'm in. (laughs) Lane picked me up in her hatchback, and we headed out to the Fieldwright Laboratory out in the Hills District. It looks like a bunker. How do we get in? We'll scale the south wall using grappling hooks and enter through the air conditioning ducts. 
I'm just messing with you. We'll go in the front door. I still got my building pass. Hmm. That's Anita's car. Shit! They must have canceled my pass. Just hang here. I'll go around to the back and I'll let you in. Try to look inconspicuous. Oh, sure. I'm a six-foot-one black woman. I'll just blend in. I walked around to the back loading bay. The sliding door was closed, but there were some headlights appearing in the lane. It was a white delivery van. The roller doors opened automatically. I went invisible and walked behind the van. Then I peeled off down a corridor. I didn't wait around. Otherwise, I would have seen Gunter and Jerry with destiny. I went around to the front entrance, and I let Lane in. She was hiding in the shrubs by the door. Lane! I gotta say, I love all this sneaking around. Anita sent the videos to me from the animal testing area of the lab, so we went there first. At the risk of stating the obvious, there's a lot of rats here. Hi, guys. Hey, Gracie. Know what a group of rats is called? Uh, a pack? A mischief. A mischief of rats. There's so much suffering here. So much fear. Can you feel it? Fear? Trapped. Caged. Injections. Every day. We have to let them go. If we let these rats go, I can't prove that Fountain of Youth has side effects. The minute these rats leave their controlled environment, the research is ruined. Their existence is a nightmare. You know how the science works. Just about every drug, pharmaceutical, cosmetic, and personal care item that we use is tested first on animals, usually rats. We've even bred a species of rats with some human genes to test the drugs we use. If it's safe for rats, we test on humans. That's fucked up. What gives us the right? I know it sucks, but just right now, can we try to find Anita? Come on, let's look around. What is this? The clinical research area is taped off. There's a sign. Area closed for asbestos removal. That doesn't make sense. There's no asbestos in the building. It's brand new. Gunter and Jerry wheeled Destiny down the hallway into the clinical research area where the caged women were kept. Destiny still couldn't move. She was coming too. Nurse Felix was waiting for them. Here's the new girl, Felix. Oh, wonderful. Well done, fellas. Uh, we met this morning, didn't we? Uh, <laughs> creeps. All of you. <laughs> yes, yes. Bastards. Uh, quiet, ladies. Or I'll turn the hose on you. She's getting some movement back. Um, I'll need some help putting her in cage three. Uh, wait for me in the loading bay. I'll come and get you in... Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Sure thing, Felix. Come on, Gunter. Must be a real power trip. Having all of us in cages. Does it get your dick hard? You know, I was just dying to have a look at these this morning. Uh... Pervert. Let's just 
unbutton this. Mm. My, you have pervert, 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 Bringing this story to life are our wonderful voice actors. Nancy Zelno as Grace and Gracie, Jen Lyles is Lane, Matthew Moore is Warden, Paul Watton is Director and AI Voice, Mimi Collins is Destiny, Caitlin Stewart is Kali, Michelle Onida is Persephone, Rachel Tully is Dr. Anita Chung, Rich Green is Mike, Viv Jones is Daphne, Dan Egan is Jerry, Norman, and Felix. Ryan Wiley is Hayden. Tony Saylor is Gunter. Rob Stoller is Andrew. Additional roles were performed by Mimi Collins, Dan Egan, Rob Stoller, Rich Green, Jen Lyles, Viv Jones, and Mary Labrie. Girls' Night Out was written and directed by me, Mary Labrie, and produced by Women of a Certain Age. Our poster art was done by Kelly Ulrich. Our podcast thumbnail was created by Dan Egan. Original music, We Are Alive, was composed and produced by Dan Egan. Thank you for listening. If you love the show, give us a review on your favorite podcast platform and share us with your friends and fam. For all the episodes and the behind-the-scenes stuff, check us out on Facebook or Instagram. Our handle is at Girls Night Out Universe. You can find all the links you need for this show in the show notes for this podcast. Or you can go to our link tree, which is linktree forward slash Girls Night Out podcast. You can also hear Girls Night Out in sunny California on KPPQ 104.1 FM. That's on The Shiver Show. Thank you so much for listening and for joining us in this reality vector.